please be aware that the comments, views, opinions shared on this podcast are not meant to diagnose a medical problem and or legal problem. If you do have a medical problem or legal problem, kindly contact a professional. Welcome to An Apple A Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy, healthy life with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. How are you? This is Jimmy Apple and you're listening to An Apple A Day. An Apple A Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. That's the home site for this podcast and stop over there, check it out. You might like what you see. So, how you feeling this week, my friends? Feeling better? Feeling stronger? I hope so. You happy? You should be. Today's another day. As long as you're on this side of the grass, it's always a good day. Are you still doing your physical therapy? Are you still following what the therapist tells you? If you're done, if you've flat-toed out, are you still practicing those exercises at home? I hope so, because remember, you're the one who's responsible for your health. Nobody else, not the doctors, not the therapists, not the nurses, nobody else. You're responsible for your health. Doctors can write you prescriptions and therapists can give you exercises and stuff like that. But if you don't follow it, if you don't do things the way you're instructed, you're the one who's going to be responsible when it doesn't work. Last week, we spoke about vacations in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Did anyone go over and take a look at the websites for that? It's a beautiful place. And believe me, you go to Myrtle Beach, you're not going to regret it. The place is beautiful. God, it's beautiful. But this week, we're going to talk about a place that's just as beautiful, and that's Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls is one of the nicest places I've been to. The thing about Niagara Falls is you can make a road trip to go to Niagara Falls. There's things along the way that you probably don't even know they exist once you see them, you're glad you have. There's places like museums and the caverns that you can go underground. And there's so many things. The different restaurants, the different towns you go through, the different people you're going to meet. You know, a road trip, getting to a place is part of the experience. Now, we live in a time where everyone wants to jump on a plane and you'll be there in an hour. But, you know, think about it. The cost of a ticket is ridiculous and you have to buy a round trip. The cost of putting your luggage on the plane is ridiculous. Now, if you're handicapped or disabled, getting on the plane yourself is is such a pain in the butt. You've seen some of these planes. The planes aren't wide enough in the aisle to walk down. Never mind bring a wheelchair down them. And the seats are uncomfortable. It's like they're made for these little butts. And most of us have a little bit bigger butt. You know what I'm saying? But... (laughs) It's just uncomfortable to fly, and then you get off the plane at the airport, you have to go rent a car. The expenses, it doesn't leave a lot to go to the attractions that you want to go to. The minute you leave on a road trip, you're on vacation. The minute you leave to go to the airport, you got to fight the crowds and go through security checkpoints, take your shoes off. If they don't like you, they'll make you stand in a scanner so they can scan your naked body. It's just too much. For me, it's too much. I didn't like flying before all this happened to me. I definitely don't like flying now. Do you know there was a time a friend of mine was flying. He's also an amputee. He got to the counter and he had a below the knee amputation, which was pretty easy to deal with walking. When he got to the security, they made him take his leg off 
and take the shoe off the bottom of his leg so that they can check it inside and out to make sure he wasn't carrying some kind of contraband. You know how embarrassing that is? You know how time-consuming that is? Then he had to put it all back together again, get the leg back on, and make it down to the plane. It's just, it's not worth it to me. To me, it's not worth it. Like I said, I would rather take a road trip. It's fun. You're with family. You're going to talk. You're going to talk about fun things. You're not going to be talking about bills or, or doctor's appointments or anything like that. You're going to talk about the good things, the fun things. You, you're going to laugh. Me, personally, I'd rather take a road trip. But anyway, let's talk about Niagara Falls here. Uh, traveling can be challenging and stressful for many people, but for those with a disability, those challenges are compounded greatly. A vacation for a disabled person requires much more thought, planning, and research than it might be for someone without a disability. Luckily, Niagara and Canada as a whole strive to make every public space accessible to the disabled, which means a vacation in Niagara Falls can be simpler to plan and execute than other destinations. If you or someone you're traveling with has a disability, this is a list of hotels, restaurants, and attractions, and more that can make your visit to Niagara Falls one to remember. Hotels and lodging. As any disabled traveler knows, planning ahead is the key to successful vacation, and this planning usually starts with the choice of lodging. Hotels are required to have fully accessible bathrooms in public spaces and a certain number of accessible rooms to be available. In some cases, these rooms are limited, so booking ahead is key. Calling the hotel directly is often the best way to explain your needs and ensure that you book a room that suits you. All hotels also welcome service animals. Attractions. Of course, the main attraction at Niagara Falls is the Majestic Falls themselves. And all viewing areas are accessible to those in a wheelchair, although your view might be slightly cut off by the railing. A great unobstructed view can be had at the Horseshoe Landing Patio Grill. Stick around the, the Table Rock Welcome Center for their almost fully accessible journey behind the falls. You'll ride an elevated down and take a wheelchair-friendly path to see the view of the falls from behind, which is always a thrilling experience. I told you about this on earlier episodes. The Hornblower Cruise is also fully accessible for visitors with disability. The staff is trained and ready to help you board and get into position as you cruise right to the base of the falls. Rain ponchos are provided, but consider bringing a plastic bag to cover your electric wheelchair control panel. Restaurants. Dining options are bound in Niagara, and most theaters are equipped with ramps and accessible restrooms. A great fine dining option featuring the best of Niagara's farm-to-table movement is Windows by Jamie Kennedy. Not only will you be fully accommodated, but you'll have one of the finest meals of your life. Another fully accessible fine dining choice is The Rainbow Room by Massimo Capra. Now, if you're looking for a more casual option, you might consider a wonderful craft beer and pub fair at Niagara. Niagara Brewing Company, or you might want a rock and roll style dinner at the Hard Rock Cafe, both of which are fully prepared to accommodate guests with disabilities. Niagara is one of the most popular destinations in the world, and the entire hospitality community has worked hard to ensure that visitors with disabilities can enjoy their experiences to the fullest. Be sure to call ahead with any questions you might have and book early, then get ready to enjoy the wonderful vacation in Niagara Falls. Now that sounds great, doesn't it? 
one more thing to think about. In order to cross the bridge into Canada, due to the times we live in, they require some more identification. So it would be a good idea just to call ahead and see what you actually need to cross that bridge. I believe if you have what they call the enhanced driver's license, good enough to get you over the bridge. But everyone in the car must bring some form of identification. So do yourself a favor. This way you don't get to the bridge and they say, sorry, stay over there. Call them and bring the proper identification. Now, something else I'd like to talk to you about, and we've talked about this before, but uh, it just makes sense to bring it up again, especially going on vacation. You're going to run into people that you've never met before, and you could form lifelong friendships with these people, but you're not gonna if you go there with the mindset that I'm a disabled person. Look at me, I'm disabled. People don't want to know that about you. People don't want to know your diagnosis. They're really not that curious. They're there to experience the falls or wherever you are, the same as you are. Don't make yourself out to be a victim. Now, I'd rather go someplace and meet some new people, and then the next day they might see me in the crowd somewhere, and they go, oh, there's Jimmy, let's go over and see him. Instead of saying, oh, there's that cripple guy, let's go the other way. You are what you make yourself to be. If you're a victim, if you feel like you're a victim, you're going to be a victim. If you feel like you're out to have a good time in the wheelchair or whatever it is doesn't define me, then you're going to go out and you're going to have a good time. Makes sense. But to go out and say, you know, oh, my diagnosis, they they don't know if I'm going to live, so I'm, I'm here because Niagara Falls was on my bucket list and Come on. What do you want people to, oh, look at that poor guy. They're not going to say that. They're going to say, there's that guy that's uh, mangled, and let's go the other way. Come on. I don't want to have to deal with that again today. So don't make yourself out to be a victim. If you're looking for someone to say, poor you, then don't go on vacation. I mean, you go on vacation to get out of the house, to get away from your disability for a while. You don't want to have to deal with it. I know I don't. When I go out, unfortunately, I have the wheelchair, but I don't make that a focus of myself. That's just another way to get around, the same way as the other people have legs. I have wheels. Big deal. But I don't make that a focus of my conversation. I don't make it the focus of other people's conversations. I just want to be known as Jimmy, not the guy in a wheelchair, Jimmy. And I suggest the same for you. You'll have more fun. You'll have more fun with the people. And like I said, you're going to make lifelong friendships in most cases. So you don't want to, you don't want them being your friend because they feel bad for you. I don't, I don't ever want somebody to feel bad for me, but you want to be able to make these friendships. And some people just don't want to be bothered with someone that's always moaning, groaning, and pissing about their, their problems. Like I said, I had that friend I told you about at a party. This guy came, I was sitting at a table with three or four other people, and we're sitting there, we're laughing, we're, we're goofing around, and this guy comes over, sits down, he's got this sad, sullen look on his face, and one of the other people at the table says, hey, Mikey, what's going on? Oh, I gotta go for an operation, and the doctors told me that I might not make it, I got less than a 50-50 chance, and the doctor's gonna call me an hour before the surgery so I can say my goodbyes and make amends with people. What? You're at a birthday party and this is what you're bringing up? First of all, you know and I know that's a big crock of BS. You know, no doctor's going to tell you that. And second of all, why would you want to bring it up at a party? 
party. If you didn't want to come to the party, if you were feeling that terrible about yourself, stay home. Why did you bother coming? Well, what happens is I'm sitting at the table with people. People get up and they walk away. They don't want to deal with him. When he sees everybody walked away, he gets up and goes over to another table and I can hear him over there going over the same thing again. And then people started coming back over to my table. So you don't want to be like Mikey. Don't be like Mike. He's crazy. He wants attention no matter what. Good, bad, or indifferent. He wants attention and he wants people to feel bad for him. Is that what you want? If that's what you want, stay home. Now, here's one more thing. Don't let people make you feel bad. Don't let people make you a victim. You're there to enjoy the scenery, the attractions, just like they are. And you have every right to be there, just like they do. Everyone goes on vacation to relax, to get away from the everyday grind, to free up their mind, you know, clear out their head, clear up their thinking. So you have a right to a vacation just as much as anyone else. And if they don't like it, if for some reason you being disabled uh, makes them feel disgusted or whatever, it is, hey, that's their problem. They can take that on the hop. I don't care. Maybe I don't like the way they look. Maybe I don't like the way they smell, but they are who they are. I have no right to say, hey, you're ugly. Somebody loves them. Maybe they think I'm ugly. I have no right to tell them, hey, you smell. You know what I have a right to do? If it's offending me, I have a right to smile and leave the table or leave wherever. I have no right, no right whatsoever to insult someone, make them feel bad about themselves, ruin their vacation, just like nobody has the right to do it to me. If that, if this is who I am, I'm in a wheelchair, you can't deal with it, it's up to you to go someplace else. Don't expect me to go someplace else. I'm not going to let you make me a victim and I'm not going to be a victim for you. Just like I don't want you to feel like a victim because of me. That's just the way it is. So go on vacation. You enjoy yourself. If someone doesn't like the way you look, hey, tough. Take it on up. Who cares? I don't care what you think about me. I care about the people who are with me, the people who love me. You're a stranger. You don't want to look at me because I'm in a wheelchair, because I'm missing a leg, or because maybe uh, uh, I'm missing an eye or an arm or fingers off my hand, or maybe because I don't talk correctly, because I have a speech impediment from a stroke or something. Hey, you don't like it? Go somewhere else. I'm here. I paid the same money you did. I don't have to leave. You don't like it, you leave. All right? Now, look, let's take a bit of a break here. Now, look, you don't have time to go get a glass of water. We'll be back in 30 seconds. So, hang out. Be right back. An Apple a Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. Famousapple.com is the home site for this podcast. There you're going to find articles about the topics we discuss. You're going to find our connections to our Facebook page. And you're even going to find connections to our private chat board. So take a minute, go over, visit www.famousapple.com. But please wait till the end of this podcast. Don't run out on me now. Let's get back to the discussion. And we're back. That wasn't too bad. If you really want to go get a glass of water, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll wait. No, I won't. <laughs> anyway, uh, another thing I want to bring up about traveling is always make sure you bring everything you need. By this, I mean bring all your meds. Now, remember, all, all prescription medication has to be in the prescription bottles. Otherwise, you could find yourself in some legal problems. Putting your prescription medication in a plastic bag is not legal. And like I said, you can end up with some legal problems behind that. 
As well, don't forget to bring any kind of ointments or pads for dressing changes, bandages with you. Now, if they're prescription, keep them in the prescription boxes and tubes. You want you want to have all your prescriptions up front and legal. Another thing, very important, is if you're a diabetic, make sure that you have your glucometer. Make sure that you have your needles. Make sure that you're carrying insulin in a freezer bag. You're not freezing the insulin, but you want to keep it cold. Also, if you're a diabetic, make sure that you have something in the car, whether it be a candy bar or a bottle of soda, something that, God forbid, your sugar should go down. You have something that can bring it right back up again. Don't forget to check your sugar before all meals. Don't forget to give yourself injections. Make sure that you bring enough needles with you to last the entire trip. Some places won't sell you the needles without a prescription. Some places will, but why take the chance? So make sure you have enough enough needles with you. Make sure you have enough insulin with you. Uh, make sure you have alcohol wipes with you. And whatever else you can think of to do with your medical problems, eye drops, eardrops, what have you. Also, bring along a list of your medications, all of them, whether they're over-the-counter or prescription, with the doses and the times that you take them. Also bring with you a list of your doctor's phone numbers and his fax numbers. God forbid there's an emergency and they have to get in touch with him. Also bring up, bring along your medical insurance ID card and some kind of photo ID. You should have that with you anyway. Also, now if you have any kind of different things in your body such as stents, pins, screws, prosthetics, anything like that. They gave you a medical card after the procedure. Make sure you have those medical cards with you. Again, in case of an emergency or, or uh, in the least, if you set off a metal detector somewhere, you have proof that you have metal in your body. But yeah, bring them with you. Now, most importantly, before you go on any trip, make sure that you let your doctors know that you're going on this trip and ask if there's anything that would stop you from going on it. Just get your doctors okay before you go on, a, on any kind of trip. Now, also, if you're driving... You want to bring along a safety pack. That includes flashlight, flares, road flares, jumper cables, a can of fixer flat, red flags to keep you safe when the car stops in traffic. Also, if you have AAA or your insurance company has roadside assistance, make sure you bring the phone numbers, the policy numbers, and your identification numbers. Start planning your vacation. You don't want to miss out on it. You need to take the time to get away from everything. You got to get your head fresh again. So this way you continue dealing with your disability or your handicap. It gives you a new lease. It gives you freedom. It takes that weight off your back. You need that. You need to just recharge your batteries. So this way you can go on and keep on taking care of what you have to take care of. Plan the vacation out. If you know of a vacation spot you'd like to share with somebody, let me know. Let me know and I'll, I'll put it on the podcast. Now, I'm going to leave you with something that I always leave you with. Remember, my friends, things can always be worse. If you're on this side of the grass, you're way ahead of the game. One more thing, please subscribe to this podcast, all right? You don't want to miss an episode. As a matter of fact, when you do go on vacation, bring your iPad or your iPod with you so you can continue to listen. Bring me on vacation with you, okay? Have a great weekend, and I'll talk to you next week. Thanks a lot for stopping by today. Thanks for listening to An Apple a Day with Jimmy Apple, your gateway to a happy, healthy life. 
Join our community at www.famousapple.com. See you next time.